Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. March 11, 2021. Worshipping in the garage. Patenting things. The importance of punctuation. Stealing money, bell-bottom pants, and tantalizingly obscene shorts for men. This is Awesome Today. Awesome Today is a mostly daily podcast. Or, it might be part of a double-blind study conducted by the CIA, effectively an extension of old mind control studies like MKUltra. If you don't like it, please continue to listen anyway so that our data gathering is not compromised. Hello. Buenos dias. Whoa. Yeah, that's right. Fresh out of the gate, bilingual. Multilingual. Yeah. Okay. Everyone knows this. I'm known for my multilingualness. You know what we're known for? I'll tell you. Renewing our Rosetta Stone subscription every year and never using it. Yeah, but you know what? I got an offer today that I can pay that renewal fee one more time and I can get all the language, all the languages unlimited forever. Forever, as long as they exist. We should do that. It's honestly. the only responsible thing to do, and I'm going to do it. Okay, we've given them a lot of money. Yes, we have. They owe us. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably ought to see if they'll like track my usage and give me some credits. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's March 11th. Yeah. In the year 2021, and before we dive all the way in, so we didn't post yesterday's episode. We've talked about that a little bit in the Awesome Today Facebook group. And so if you're not there, you have no idea what in the hell's going on. Right. Maybe you should be there so you have a clue. It's it's awesome enough that I will say this. I know a lot of people are off the Facebook bandwagon, and I don't mm-hmm. blame you. Oh, I do. Create I'm a... I'm blame happy. <laughs> create a fictional profile. As did I. Yeah, for the most part, although people have tracked you down, haven't they? Um, With different requests, I feel like. Well, only within the group. I have oh. no no former acquaintances of my life that are not already involved in the awesome community okay. that have found me. So I feel safe. There you go. And you should. Anyway, do it. It's fun coming out in the group. There's good conversation. It's so chill. Or don't and feel guilty. It's your choice. Well, if they're not in the group, what do they not know about why there's no new episode yesterday? We're... 
we went through a, a an in-depth conversation, you and I, last night on some reformatting. And in all fairness, I hope nobody got too excited about that. Because if we do this right, I don't think anybody should really notice what's happening. You should just find yourself enjoying the show more and more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's the right way to do it. I you agree. agreed? I yeah. agree, yes. And you still do. So yes. that means I won twice. Double win. Perfect. What, how do you say that in Spanish? Um, dos el win. No. No. We gotta hit dos up that Rosetta Stone. Victorio. Okay. I made that up too. I don't know. It could be a language. Hmm. Perhaps. Yes. I don't know. Latin? I don't think it is. Let's... What's victory in Latin? Victorio, right? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you embarrassing me? Uh, you're the way... <laughs> you're attacking me. Attempting languages. I only know the dirty words. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, today is national... Brace yourself. Okay. It's National Worship Your Tools Day. This is a bizarre one. It might feel that way, but I want you to know. This is not about celebrating that one person you know who is a tool. That's not what this is. I feel like tool... Uh-oh. Um, Alexa... Make her, you go make her stop. I'll, I'll make shadow puppets for the, the camera. Hurry. Um, yeah, so we have a, an Alexa alarm going off. That happens when we're irresponsible. And now Meg is almost back. Nope, she decided to go on a voyage through. She's getting cutlery out. I, don't I had to know. put the lid back on the Lamberge. Ah, yes, the Lamberge. We had a toddler that crapped himself. It smelled horrible. Yeah, speaking of tools. And we had to run the Lamberge to clear the air. It was I, pretty potent. I do feel like tool is a descriptor of people that has gone by the wayside. I feel like we need to bring it back. Yes. It's really powerful. Only only closely, narrowly rather, ahead of tool bag, which is another delightful okay. phrase to use. Yes. So, yes. No, this, that's not what this this day is about. This day is to res- it's about respect. It's about homage for the... The noble hammer, the nimble screwdriver, the helpful wrench, and any other tool that makes your life easier. Hmm. So, you need to head out to the garage, the shed, the basement, or that, that damn kitchen drawer next to the dishwasher where the screwdriver is supposed to be. But some bolt hole keeps moving it every time you need it. It's gone. Who keeps moving it? Well... I can look around at this household of seven and point at at least six people that are suspect. <laughs> that are sus. Yes. Uh, it's in the old junk drawer. Yeah. So go wherever your tools are. Get into that space. Hey, maybe you want to give them a loving reorganization. Maybe you want to dust them off, wipe them down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe you just want to give a knowing nod and a, and a thumbs up and a thank you. Maybe you want to buy a tool for yourself. Do it. Or somebody who you love. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you could just grab your favorite tool. Mm. Nestle it in your lap. This is getting Watch crazy. a good movie. Maybe something wholesome from the Lifetime channel. No. <laughs> but above all, you should enjoy National Worship of Tools Day. First of all, this is the most bizarre holiday I've ever heard of. It's a little out there. That's why I picked it. There were plenty of others less weird. This one is so strange. Also, I would be uh, 
gobsmacked if you oh. were able to find something wholesome to watch on the Lifetime channel. It's a little salacious. Oh, how dare you? It's not. How dare you? It maybe was once known for its wholesome programming. Now you got to go over to the Hallmark channel for that. You are now, in fact, in your not old age, but older age, you are the church lady. Mm, with a bad, filthy mouth. Well... Church lady with a filthy mouth. I'm going to put that in my Southern Instagram Baptist bio. Baptist church lady, yeah. maybe? I'm saying that because we used to be that. I, I feel like we still retain rights to speak against <laughs> what we once were. Yes, we No offense to any Southern Baptists. No, of course just, not. If you're going to... If you're going to take them fishing, take two. If you just take one, they'll drink all your beer. <laughs> Classic. Okay, hey, if it's your birthday today. Mm, yeah. And if it was your birthday earlier this week and we missed it because sometimes we don't get episodes out, happy birthday all around. Yes. March, and we will do better. March birthdays are great birthdays. We don't have any in our family, but hey, we celebrate you. But if it's your birthday today, you... My friend, you share it with Johnny Knoxville. That's right. Legendary Johnny Knoxville of both the MTV series and the later movie franchise Jackass. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Familiar with the Jackass Enterprise from friendship with Laura and Jeff Tremaine through yes. the years. Jeff so, is Captain Jackass. He is, absolutely. The nicest jackass you'll ever meet. That's too, right. Jeff Tremaine hey, is. Many jackasses are actually nice. Mm -hmm. They just do things that are quite often jackassery. Well, that's right. And so since it is your birthday and you share it with Johnny Knoxville, go out and do something crazy today. You should. Though try not to harm yourself in the process. Try not to. Yeah. Oh, this is me. Up first. This is you. You're right out of the gate. Mm -hmm. All right. 1791, Samuel Mulligan. Not Mulligan. Which no. I thought the or Milliken. Yeah, I thought we were going down the Mulligan path. like Different thing. Where you mess up and then... Get a redo? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. No, this is a different guy. Samuel Mulliken is the first to obtain more than one U.S. patent. Now, that's on the surface level awesome. Ish. Yeah. Ish. More interesting, though, you did a little deep dive. You had a little question yeah, it, was mark. A, it was like a... I just waded past the urine-soaked spots in the shallow end of the pool. It wasn't a true deep dive. That's fair. Okay. You found this little bit of history. This was 1791, this day that we're mm -hmm. talking about. But back in seven, the spring of 1790, the first patent law was passed. Things started out slowly in the old U.S. Patent Office. Only three patents filed that whole year. Yeah. But then growth escalated. And by 1836, there were nearly 10,000 patents that had been filed. This is pre-computer era. Of course, by a long shot. Right. Regardless of what Al Gore might claim. <laughs> So there was some patent office workers in there trying to process all these patents. There were 10,000 patents filed that year. It was over. No, 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 no. Not in, that in, year. In 1836. In, in total. Oh, in, in total. total. Yeah. Sorry, total. But they had all that damn paper. Yeah, the stacks of documents mm -hmm. towering. The government decided to protect all of its paperwork by constructing a new fire-resistant building. Good plan. Good plan. Construction began. The files were placed in temporary storage. Temporary storage catches on fire. Of course it does. Good job, government. Way to help again. A towering inferno which destroyed everything. Everything. The U.S. had to relocate to North America. Who knows where it was before? <laughs> it was a fire station literally right next door to the temporary storage yep. building. But it did happen in December during a freeze that had 
mucked up the pumps. That's a direct quote. I'm going to put mucked up the pumps on a t-shirt with no context, mm. no explanation. Plumbing problems. <laughs> Coming back again. <laughs> My pumps are all mucked up. I feel like mucked is a highly underutilized yes, word. Is. I say, let's bring back tool, let's bring back muck and all of its and muck derivatives. And go muck yourself. There we go. All kinds of fantastic things you could say. Mucking around? Yeah, mucking off. Okay. Well, those documents that were lost in that fiery blaze, blaze of glory, they're now known as the X patents, not the X files. Don't and get not, alien. Yeah, on but this. that type of X, not X patents like EX, like they yeah. are no longer patents, but the X dash patents. Yeah. Now, they were lost. Ish. But we do have some bare bones record of what they were. For mm -hmm. example, patents X7 through X10. They all did belong to our boy, Samuel Mulliken. They were all filed on this very day in 1791. One was a machine for a threshing grain and corn, another for something to process hemp. They were going to use that later in old Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Get me that hemp product. Of the last two, one helps to cut and polish marble mm -hmm. for your fancy houses. Another raised nap on cloths. Yes. So they had a lot going on there, Samuel was Mulliken. quite a creative fellow. Yeah, apparently so. Well, 1823, the first normal school opens in the U.S., mm. indicating that previously all schools had been abnormal. Mm. What's a normal school? Do you know? Do you know? I do know because I looked it up. I attended one, in fact. Well, I was going to say, I feel like our alma mater was originally called a normal school. Was Absolutely. that teacher's college? Yes. Okay. Yes, because evidently teachers were the only normal people out there. That tracks, especially I'm, for me and you, right? I don't know. I know a few teachers and even some in the Awesome Today Facebook group who I would say in full compliment, they are not normal. Keep teachers weird is what I say about okay. that. Okay, fair enough. Um, 1855, and this whole thing, really, I only brought up because, damn it, man, words and punctuation, they matter. Hell yes, they do, and that is a hill I will die on, speaking of being a teacher. Wait till you hear this and stop reading my notes. I'm not, I'm looking right at you and your beard. This headline, well, my <laughs> eyes are up here, ma'am. Um, this headline reads, Bowery Boys Gang Leader. William Poole, a.k.a. Bill the Butcher, is buried in Brooklyn with 155 carriages and 6,000 mourners. Oh, that's a lot of burying. That's, yeah, that's not what happened. That's not what happened. No. There's no way that the dirt displacement of the burial of all of those things, not to mention, mm. hey, yeah, it would have been over-the-top impressive to be buried with 155 carriages and 6,000 mourners, especially if they were alive and participated voluntarily. That's like ancient Egypt shit right there. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But that's not what happened. Okay. Now, as an aside, because you know what happened, what they meant yes, of course. was to insert commas and things to let you know that, in fact, in attendance were yeah. these number of carriages and people. Uh, but if you are like Bill the Butcher... That sounds familiar. Mm. This is a character mm. that you may recognize from the movie Gangs of New York, where oh. Bill the Butcher is portrayed by Daniel Day-Lewis, co-stars including Cameron Diaz, Leonardo yes. DiCaprio. Yep. It was a thing. I remember watching that. I, mm -hmm. feel like it, I feel like in our 
younger days, this was on the HBO and we would have Absolutely. Like various HBO packages yeah. we'd watch it. And the way HBO <laughs> works is there's like one movie yeah. that doesn't make you feel suicidal. Yeah. And so you just watch it over and over and it doesn't matter if it's good or not. It's just what's there. Yeah. You just watch it and then you're like, I have every line of the dialogue memorized yep. for this movie I don't even actually care about. Precisely. Okay. But truly, this is why language is important. This is why syntax, yeah. this is why sentence structure is important. It is. Otherwise, you just killed 6,000 people and you wasted... For no reason. How many untold... 155 damn carriages? Yes. Think of the carriages, people. Won't someone think of the carriages? All right. In 1918, the first case is reported of what went, to, went on to be one of the most awful, devastating influenza epidemics in history. Mm -hmm. Now, that, of course, in and of itself, not awesome. Not awesome. Now, those of us... Here's something awesome to think about. Those of us who have been alive since at least 2008, some of us much longer, if you know what I mean, have conquered, have faced that, and have conquered a financial crisis, 2008, and now COVID and mm -hmm. various other bumps in the road along the way. We have stared down difficulties that are measurable against historic extremes. That's right. A popular buzzword in the past year is unprecedented, and, and mm, that's true. In these a are sense. these are precedented. Yes, if you look back through the spans of history, which 1918 that was just a hundred years ago, mm -hmm. and change there which was a precedent. Is practically, an infant in terms of the course of the entirety of human history. Well, yeah, I mean, our house was built in 1923, right? So, like, it feels our house has seen some shit, man. Our house has seen some shit more than us. That's for sure. But we have been weathering these extremes. We've not been beaten. No. Hasn't been easy. There have been some major heartbreaks, big challenges, more challenges ahead. But I think through it all, we really have found as a people and we're working kind of like put our arms around each other. We're together in this. We're resilient. We're fighters. And I might even say we're not going to be stopped. Maybe can't be stopped. Can't be stopped. Human Humanity, human humanity, that's what I like to call it. Yes, because it's it makes sense. Yes. It's not repetitive or redundant. <laughs> <You're sure. laughs> yes, yes, I am. 1927, you know I had to bring this up. It's the first ever, the first ever armed car robbery. Hmm. Paul Jaworski was a Polish-American gangster. I was going to say, that sounds Polish. Yeah, he was. It wasn't his real name. Oh. Um, that was his, one of his aliases, but he was still Polish. Don't, okay. don't uh, kid yourself. Uh -huh. Polish-American gangster, leader of the Flathead Gang. Oh, I, thought, I literally thought you were going to say Flat Earth. I, I don't know. I wish it had been. Okay, Flathead no. Gang. Okay. This is who was responsible. They placed 500 pounds of black powder, itself stolen the previous day from a nearby mine, under the roadbed. Which might have been a little bit of overkill, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. They made off with $104,000, which is inflation adjusted to $1.56 million in okay. today's dollars. All right now. Healthy heist. Yep. The price of innovative fame is that Paul was arrested in the next year, 1928, executed in the following year, okay. January of 1929. Okay. Now, shortly before his execution, 
He sent his friends, whoever they may have been, and I don't know how we know this. I'm just trusting what I read. Okay. A postcard mm. announcing that his future address would be 45 Hell's Fire Road, 614th miles from hell. Okay. Now, some historians suggest that Paul might have been mentally compromised, mm. which his new address might support. Okay. But rest assured, that could not stop the 1927 Wheels of Justice from prevailing. They wanted to make a statement. Don't rob armored cars. I think the statement must have it not got made lost. It, it. Yeah, yeah. It didn't make it through all of the crime syndicates. Hey, for a million five in, in today's dollars, don't push me. I think Lola could outrun a few, a few inept police officers. Maybe not the average ones, but who knows who's on call tonight. I don't know who's on call tonight. What I do know, if you don't mind my interjecting this, it's apropos of nothing, except that Lola, mm -hmm. the the, uh, the green jeep. Lolita Esperanza. Yeah. Um, we literally have people, strangers, neighbors, friends, stopping us on the street, stopping us in businesses and wherever to talk about how much they love that jeep. She's gorgeous. And right now. She is both desperately clean and her wheels have blackening applied. It is, it looks like a show car or Kyle, show Jeep as it were. Kyle keeps asking me if he can go run errands for me. He's offering to do all of the chauffeuring of children. Yeah. Just I like so to drive. get out there and drive. It's worth it. Yeah. Um, 1941. This might be the, the hidden gem. This is the day, like literally you created Awesome Today so you could give us this one piece I of feel historical like so. trivia. I feel like so. Well, today <laughs> in 1941, a fellow by the name of Bronco Nagurski, mm -hmm. he becomes a wrestling champ. But that's so small because in his lifetime, he was also a professional football player and, of course, unquestionably has one of the coolest names ever. Yep. Bronco Nagurski. It's such an aggressive, I, feral name. I'm kind of surprised you didn't name your Jeep Bronco Nagurski. And my Jeep's a girl. I couldn't do that to her. Okay, that's fair, and I understand that. From the time I've met you onward, this is like your go-to name of anything? Yes. Well, let me offer you an example. If you know, and probably most people don't, but if you know anything about Bronco Nagurski, you know he was a very aggressive getting things done by force person. I mean, how could you not be with your name is Bronco Nagurski? You're like, you have no destiny. choice. You have no choice. Yeah. You literally have to rewrite your own DNA to be anything else. Yeah. And so it's tremendously rewarding in a situation where one of your kids or a coworker is trying to brute force something and you can be like, whoa, let's slow down there, Nagurski. Maybe try out some intellect instead. It's just so functional. Okay, interesting. I also feel like Nagurski is a Polish name. Anytime I I'm see probably, SKI, I think that might be Polish. It's, it's definitely Eastern European block. Yeah. Um, there are some Czech names that end in that, but definitely a lot of Polish names that end that way. We have some uh, friends whose last name is Olszewski. Yes, and they are Polish. Yeah. Well, he is, yeah. he being the name bringer. Yes, the bringer of the name and the Polish heritage. Uh, 1961, the introduction of what would come on... No, not come on. Mm -mm. That's not the thing. That's dirty. Yeah. Go on to become a cultural icon of the toy room in of a way. Of the toy room. Today was the birth of the anatomically puzzling Kendall. Yes. How does it work? 
or not work as a smooth case maybe. Somehow it must work. Barbie likes it. I don't know. Is that too much? No, I don't think it's okay. too much. I think that Barbie and Ken have a relationship that doesn't necessarily need to have working an anatomy. Oh, how dare you? That's my read on their how relationship. Dare you? And by relationship, I mean friendship. 1967, we are all likely familiar with one Senator Mitt Romney, mm -hmm. at least by the name. The man named after a baseball utensil. Oh. Utensil? Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, a sporting you, good. A sporting good, if it were. You didn't discover this. I never knew this yeah. until today. That His father, I like how you capitalized his father. <laughs> yeah. I sometimes capitalize things for... Just my own whimsical reasons. His, so his father is his, capitalized. Yes, his father, George Romney, also a politician, also made a run at the presidency, as Senator Mitt Romney did in 2012. Uh, but his father had made a run at the presidency in 1967. Today. Yeah. Today. There was a lot of concern about the fact that he was Mormon, mm -hmm. as is Mitt. Mm -hmm. And at the time, the Mormon faith was perhaps not as friendly, ethnically speaking. Mm -hmm. um, he assured everyone, yeah. it's not an issue. Judge me by me, not by whatever stereotype you would apply. Okay, that's fair. As yeah. Catholics, I can say that we would not want to be judged by the stereotypes of Catholics. I will perform my own inquisition, thank you. I don't need someone else's. <laughs> and certainly not the Spanish one. That's right. In 1968, Otis Redding, first person in the United States to posthumously receive a gold record. He received it for his single, Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. It is a great song. Yes. It is a great song. I'm desperately curious, though I didn't have enough interest or time to go look and say, well, they've they've really they've said he's the first person in the U.S. Uh -huh. to posthumously receive a gold record. Has this happened elsewhere? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe somebody out there knows or wants to look it up. Okay. Well, nineteen sixty nine. It's a magical year. This is, in fact, the year that Levi Strauss comes to the rescue. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. The rescue, Meg. Of the American people? Yes. All the people, not just the American ones. Okay. They've added to their lineup. The one cut 
of jeans that people can't get enough of, it's the bell bottom. That feels right. 1969, bring mm-hmm. that bell bottom out. Uh, all Nothing's new under the sun. Everything that was old is new again. How dare you? Um, I would like for everyone to know that if you're shopping with your early teen daughter, mm-hmm. she will be looking at not exactly bell bottoms, but... Bell-ish? Bell leg okay. jeans, like the whole thing, like the big skater styles of the 90s and early 2000s are back. I just have to go, okay, let's see how this works. Did you have your own bell bottoms? No, not a true bell bottom. No. Mm, I did. Wasn't my choice, but I did. Mm-hmm. My family, much like yours, as I understand it, grew up with the practice of only purchasing clothes for the children that were out of date, out of season, out of style, all the things, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I recall in 1981, if I'm not mistaken, I was 30 at the time, that my mother bought me a pair of jeans that were undeniably Mm bell-bottomed. No one else was wearing these Mm -hmm. in 1981. But here I was showing up of all places to Southern Baptist Bible School, wearing jeans in the middle of the damn summer and their bell bottoms. Oh, Kyle. And to make matters worse, the way that they had been folded and placed in my drawer, and they were made of an extremely resilient denim, (laughs) the way they'd been folded and placed in my drawer, the bell went completely horizontal. There was no roundness to the bell. It was like my leg barely slipped through this horizontal slit of bellness. And so when I ran, the two interior flaps would slap against each other. Oh, man. I was humiliated. Childhood trauma of yours explains a lot. Doesn't it? It's why I refuse to wear pants most times. (laughs) Or at least that's what I claim. Okay. Um, 1971. Yeah. And this is a big deal. Rabbits. Rabbits, that innocent animal. They have migrated into Russia in massive numbers. Really? Okay. Yeah. Now, the public-facing explanation Mm -hmm. is that they had lived in the north, that snowfall had been such ground covered, the rabbits had made their way south into Russia in search of sustenance. Okay, that sounds reasonable. Sounds believable. Less well-known is that this was, undeniably, an act of the CIA who'd been weaponizing rabbits for the sole purpose of dealing with foreign threats. Of course, rabbits are known for their propensity to bite, poop perfect spheres, and be largely lacking in nutrition as a food source, hence the term rabbit starvation. Oh, okay. It was a slow con. It didn't work. Is that true Um, about the CIA? No. Okay. Maybe not. I would believe that. They theoretically, supposedly trained dolphins to try to kill people. Why not rabbits? Why not rabbits? They've taught men to stare at goats. They have. The CIA is my is my logic Achilles heel. Heel. You tell me anything about the Mm -hmm. CIA, and I will believe it. Well, I only made this up because I believe it's true. Oh, my goodness. 1983. Tom Selleck mm. wins the People's Choice Award. The best award. He wins the People's Choice Award for shortest short shorts. Yeah. No, not really. But he was known for his iconic mustache and wearing those Daisy Duke style shorts. Some might call 
tantalizingly obscene. They were obscene, but you couldn't look away. It was worse than a NASCAR race. Yeah, I'm I'm summoning images in my mm, mind. Yeah, and uh, it's real. It's if anything, this is the biggest lifestyle of today. Is go watch old episodes of Magnum PI. Yes, it's a moment in time. Tom, where are you? Oh, Tom, I can't look. I have to look. Mm-hmm. Two thousand three. I remember this in a very vivid Technicolor detail. We've even previously discussed yeah, a version have. of this. We have, but and this March of 2003 takes me back to a moment in time when I was teaching, you were coaching at mm-hmm. TCU. It was just a thing. And the war in Iraq, U.S. war on Iraq, in Iraq, going on. On um, and in. Well, in all the prepositions around. Yes. Above, below, through. All of it. In 2003, the French president publicly condemns U.S. policy in Iraq. Now, in response, American restaurants and a not small number of the American people, they just decided we're just going to cancel France. Cancel them. France, you're canceled. We have had a long-standing, uh, somewhat... Dislike. Dysfunctional a soft, relationship. A soft dislike. Mm-hmm. An unvoiced disapproval. And sometimes deeply voiced Sometimes, yes. Uh, mostly the French voicing their disapproval towards us, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they're prickish like that. Well, in their attempt, in our attempt to cancel France, French fries, French toast, all of the things became freedom fries, freedom toast. If it had French in the name, it yes. became freedom. It's freedom now. If you mess with America, you will face the wrath of the American restaurateur. Don't, don't mess with them. It was a... It was a moment in time, 2003 was. Indeed. The early odds. Trending today, Mm. number one, and I think it's the only trending, so I didn't need to assign a number, pretend like I didn't say it. I'll pretend like I didn't say it. Mm -hmm. The queen of nice, as she is known, Jennifer Garner. Love Jennifer Garner. Actress, yeah. She has stated that she is rededicating herself to acting. Oh my gosh, I thought you were going to say to Jesus. I literally thought that. <clears throat> That's, That's what a, I thought when I read the article. That is a Southern Baptist terminology. Rededicate yep. yourself to Jesus. You but do it at least twice a year. You have to, but Jennifer Garner, she said, no, acting. Yeah, acting is my Jesus, mm. is what she effectively said. Mm-hmm. We'll all pray for her. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. she's rededicating herself to acting and has hinted at the possibility of a reboot of Alias. I feel like for you, Alias is like, if you said top 10 shows that you love and you would watch again at any time, Alias is up there. And it was absolutely a breakout role for her. I I read, skimmed, if you will, just briefly through some commentary from the director, maybe. Was it J.J. Abrams? Was that one of his Uh, kids? He was like the showrunner for Alias. Well, it may have been him. I I know his name came up. I don't know who it was exactly that talked about this, but they talked about... That in the, I think it was 20 hours of shoot time that was required for episode one that they literally watched Jennifer Garner transform. Mm. And they were, they knew, they knew things were going to be big. And it was absolutely a breakout thing for her. I love Jennifer Garner. I think she's so classy and so down to earth. And yes, proud to be a mom of three. Yes. Bring it on. More Jennifer Garner in our lives. Why not? I think three. Is it the three? Yeah, three kids. Three kids. With Ben Affleck. We don't always make the best mistakes. We don't make the best mistakes is what I was going to say. Do with that what you will. Yeah, no. (laughs) 
Um, this was supposed to be in trending, but it's also kind of a watch. Okay, but wait, then it's time for World of Old. Yes. Watch, read, listen, life. Style. That was the longest pause. It was decadent. Oh, decadent. Yes, it's a good word. It is a great word. So, one thing that is trending this week, and we watched this play out in real time, and this is why it's a watch and a trending. There's a woman on TikTok. I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. I feel like her first name's Samantha, but I can't remember her last name. Um, she posted a series of TikToks on her account. Four, five? Yeah. And again, we watched this pretty much as it was happening. She lives in New York City. She was in her apartment in New York City, and she noticed that in, she stood in a, just the right spot in her bathroom. She could feel this breeze. It's like cold air yeah. coming from somewhere. She, looked, she checked all the vents. She checked everything finally determined that the cold air was coming from behind her bathroom mirror. Mm -hmm. She removes the bathroom mirror from the wall. There's a huge ass hole in the wall. An asshole in the wall? Nope. A huge ass hole. <laughs> no, so I, I, I picked the wrong one. You needed a hyphen in there. Yeah. Huge ass hole. Hole. Behind her bathroom mirror. She goes to, on further, she invites friends over. It becomes a thing. As the story unfolds on TikTok, and again, this is what you can go watch these. As the story unfolds, she discovers there's not just like a weird little storage room back there. There's a whole nother empty, creepily enough, apartment. An asshole apartment. Apparently. Behind this hole in the wall that her mirror was covering up. It is bizarre. It's very creepy. Very creepy. Now, there was nothing like it didn't seem like there's any evidence of someone living back there. We do hear about those things from time to time. Mm. But this just seemed like it was an unfinished apartment. And the landlord or whoever had been working on the building was like, yeah, no, we're just not going to finish this. Let's just let's put a mirror up. Let's put a mirror up. No one will ever know. Yeah. So that happened. Weird. It's very disturbing to watch. It is. Um, this one doesn't really fit in exactly with watches, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. There is a young woman who is going to be the youngest American woman in space. I think her first name is Haley. See, we're recording on my phone today. Usually I side Goog and reference my phone. I don't yep. have it. But she will be aboard the SpaceX flight orbiting the Earth. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Theoretically. Uh, later this year. She's like 29. She's a physician's assistant at St. Jude's in Memphis. She got a place on this flight, so we shall see what happens. Awesome. Um, nothing to watch. Besides those TikToks? Besides the TikToks. I'm, why do I have two watches? That was know. the watches. I have watch and her twice. Yes. So, um, of course there's something to watch. It's what we just said. In terms of reading, wait, you have... Wait, wait, wait. You could go back and rewatch Alias if you were well, so inclined. If you have any self-respect whatsoever, mm -hmm. you probably will. Mm -hmm. It's a great series. Mm -hmm. It's not often. I think that may be, not that this is a delineator of value, but that may be the first show I can recall where there was a female heroine that was acceptable to everyone. It was like, yeah, it's fine. It wasn't a forced thing. It wasn't discounted. It, it was like, no, she just kicks ass. She just kicks ass and she's Jennifer Garner. Jennifer freaking Garner. There we go. 
Uh, if you want to read something, my friend Julie, who you, if you listen to the main show, sort of awesome. And you should. You know her. She's been on the show recently. Anyway, she texted me a link to an article in The Atlantic okay. this week called Late Stage Pandemic is Messing with Your Brain. Which I typed without looking at the screen. Yeah, and I was deeply surprised how you did that. You didn't even have a single typo in there. Mm-mm. I am a idiot savant of typing. Well, all right. You said it, not me. Um, it's really good. I'll put it in the Awesome Today Hangout group if you guys want to read it. Um, I said Hangout. The Awesome Today group on yeah. Facebook. Don't just give it away to everybody. That's right. Hey, many. It really explains cognitively what our brains have been enduring and how you may find yourself forgetting things. Did like I, Wait. Did I just say Gemini? You might have. That's like the most benign thing I've ever said. I feel wholesome for a moment, and I don't like it. You've been watching that lifetime, haven't you? <sighs> yes, me and my wrench. Yes, there's wrench. My lap wrench. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Anyway, I'll put a leak. It explains what's happening to our brains during pandemic and all of the stress we've been enduring. It was a great read and kind of affirming. I yeah. liked it. Well, you need to go listen to some Otis Redding. Hell yeah, you do. Period. Even if all you can find the time to do is sitting on the dock of the bay. Uh-huh. That's a great song. Yeah, but, it is. Uh, Otis is a talented, talented man. Uh-huh. Or was, rather. Then the talent's still there. He's not. Yes. Okay. Lifestyle. Do you have anything for lifestyle? I mean, not that I can think of. Okay. Well, I have one thing. Okay. Um, I felt very vulnerable. Today. Whoa. Very intimidated. Oh, that never happens. I don't like it. No, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. Just because I bark loudly doesn't mean I'm not scared. Oh, okay. I am looking into some potential modifications for Lola the Jeep, Mm -hmm. which would include maybe a lift kit, a bigger wheel and tire, just to really... Lean into all of my redneck imaginations of things. Yes. To have a unnecessarily big vehicle. Mm-hmm. Monster so, truck. No, not, it's not quite that aggressive. It's like, I don't know what words, adjectives, and things. It's it's below monster truck. I'm not driving over cars in the parking lot or anything. Although I'd love to. Yes, okay. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday. If you've ever heard those commercials, you know what that is. Yes. Um, so... I've done a lot of internet research from the safety of my cave, mm-hmm. but reached a point where it was time to go to the off-road shop, or at least a off-road shop, there's more than one, and to begin to have some conversations. I'm super self-conscious. I, I fully comprehend that when I go in, it's not my job to tell the person everything I know. I'm mm-hmm. not there to impress them. Mm-hmm. I'm there to get their input on what should and shouldn't be done, what's right, what's wrong, all of that. Right. But I'm also very confident in the research I've done. Yeah. Which has spanned the testimony of many, many individuals in the Jeep community across multiple message boards. Yes. All of them would indicate that a certain brand and model number of lift kit was ideal. Yeah. And I've exhausted this. I've looked at it for about two weeks now. Mm -hmm. Um, Every day different things, reading, trying to find what's wrong with it, because that's the way I approach things, is I try to find what's the biggest complaints about this. Right. And work my way backwards through what are the positive statements. And this particular brand seemed like, man, this is just really a solid 
thing and it's at a reasonable price point. It's not the cheapest thing, but it's at a reasonable price point. I go in and I ask the guy, I tell him, hey, I've been looking, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm trying to learn and I've been looking and I've seen just a lot of positive feedback on this. And he says, no, no, they're terrible. Oh no. He says they're terrible. Yeah. In fact, half of the shocks involved in this kit are defective from the manufacturer. Oh. Now, that seems pretty extreme to me. Yeah. Because if in fact half or even a quarter were defective from the manufacturer, the places that I've been reading, there would have been outrage. There right. would have been voices saying this. Not a one has mentioned it. I'm like, huh. Well, that's interesting. And I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty threatened that I'm feeling vulnerable because I don't I don't know what I'm doing on this front. I can change the oil in my car, I can do a few things. I've rebuilt a vehicle, but yeah. this is a whole new thing in the suspension area. Mm. He goes on then to suggest, so I ask him, well, if this is no good, what is it What is it that you suggest, oh, wise sir? Yeah. I didn't say it that way because it's kind I was, of a I was he if was a tool, if you don't mind me saying. <laughs> he not so gently insists that the right choice is something that costs $1,000 more. Oh, my goodness. And then as he begins to quote labor costs for installation, he is 100% higher than everything that I've read out there to say this is a reasonable range. And mm. so I'm smelling a turd here. Mm. You're also feeling a little damn no energy. I'm feeling some damn no energy, but hey, I'm not there to correct him. I'm just there to protect me. Yes. But it's a threatening feeling when you're in a weird, unfamiliar new environment and you're being forced to deal with a thing and you got somebody there claiming to be the expert who's telling you everything you thought is wrong and double all the prices and all of that. I asked a few more questions of things which I was quite assured that I knew the answer. Mm -hmm. And he continued to defy and suggest more money, more money, mm -hmm. more money. So... I'm I'm pretty convinced that he is a turd. Oh. I'm pretty convinced okay. that he's a turd that's trying to take advantage of people. Yeah. I won't go into all the details as to why, but okay. I'm pretty convinced of that. So, I will be visiting another two-plus places, depending on how things go, to get some additional... Words from people to see if I can find somebody that I feel a bit more confident in. And in the meantime, I have joined, which I hate to do. I hate to do it. I don't like to, I don't like to float my email out there to every mm. random a-hole that wants to send me emails. Mm. I have joined a couple of Jeep forums and have posted in the most clickbaity way I know how to get some responses out there. Hey, is this guy... Taking advantage of innocent me? <laughs> yes. We'll see how that goes. Where's the awesome in it? Just the... Yeah. Um, the awesome is that I could have just curled up into the fetal position yeah. and given him my money. Yeah. I could have given up. Yeah. 
because it takes extra work. Sure, yes. And, you know, I may I may find, in fact, that he's the least crooked out there. I don't know. Yeah. But to not give up, to not be talked into spending thousands of dollars more than I believe is necessary. Yeah. I think that the awesome, too, is that you just, like, listen to your intuition and your <laughs> intellect on this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That's good. So we'll see how it goes. We'll report back on that in future lifestyle sections of the segment of the episode. Indeed. Is that it? That's it. Okay. So I guess from that, the message is uh, you don't have to accept somebody else's statements if you smell a turd. Mm -hmm. Turn on your Lamborghini. Yeah. Light it up. Light it up. Get your own self back in order. Yeah. Something. We'll see. We'll see how things go. But okay. I'm, I'm not disappointed in how things went. I'm just disappointed that it seems like somebody would be that blatantly dishonest. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I may be harshly judging Jerry. Oh. Yeah, that's right. His name's well, Jerry. Uh-oh. Okay. We're going to get a lawsuit slapped on us. Bring right? it on. Bring it on. I live for lawsuits. Okay. Or I don't. I prefer them to not happen, actually. Well, in any event, if you're not going to sue us, have an awesome today, would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Jennifer Garner is pretty awesome. If she were an actual CIA agent, I would trust the CIA more. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.